Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to. SummerSlam 2022 is in the books. The first major pay-per-view and really what, like the third or fourth actual like TV program mm-hmm. under the new Triple H uh, head of creative regime. Yes. The Triple H era um, di- has not disappointed so far. Uh, SummerSlam 2022, I thought he did make the creative splash that it had been rumored that he wanted to uh, to make. And mm-hmm. I thought it out the gate, Larson. I know you and I uh, were both hoping that we'd get some symmetry with SummerSlam with uh, Bianca and Becky, maybe a 25-second match. That didn't happen. Instead, we got a phenomenal, yeah. Yeah. phenomenal match yeah, between really the two. Yep. And what's even more telling is who showed up afterwards. A lot of people were expecting returns. Well, we got three pretty big ones. Bailey, and she's got a faction with Io Shirai, now Io Sky, and Dakota Kai, who came back after getting released um, a little while ago. Yeah. Um, and that sent goosebumps. Yep. Just, I had goosebumps, man. Um, I thought SummerSlam was a really fun show. Everybody seemed like, the, the, the wrestlers just seemed like they had an extra, I know I've got called out on this by saying this too much, pep in their step. Yeah. There was an energy about it. What, what was your, what's your well, initial thoughts I, you on You know, it seems like in uh, now that Triple H is running, running the show, it's like everybody, it seems like there's a weight off everybody's shoulders. Everybody can relax. Everybody can just, 
you have you have Drew coming out there just dropping a promo. Just I don't know, just because to remind everybody, hey, he's got that title shot. Everybody just seems more relaxed. And you watch uh, Triple H talk to the press after the tryouts over this weekend. Man, yeah. And he's talking about the benefits of taking care of yourself. Of right. Sleep. Right. You know, and 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 it's it's great to see that there's somebody in charge who doesn't demand everybody work 18 to 20 hour days, you know, that these are human beings, you know, and they need rest. They need to recover. They need time off, you know, and they need to spend time with their families. And that's cool to see. I know we're getting a bit off track. We'll be talking about SummerSlam here, but it just, you watch that bit with Triple H, you see how everybody is relaxed. You hear about how he wants to take creative ideas from everybody whether you're a wrestler on the creative team, maybe cameraman Stu that got knocked over today during the main event. If he's got an idea, maybe he can pitch that to Triple H. It just I'm feels interested like, in what cameraman Stu has exactly. to say. Exactly. It feels like a collab, a truly, I know we're three shows into this. So, you know, at first, for right now, it feels like an easygoing collaborative environment where the wrestlers are being put in position to do what they do best, which is tell stories in the ring. And put on phenomenal matches. And apart from one bout tonight, I thought every match was at minimum very good. And like mm, yeah. the one that wasn't, it wasn't necessarily. Be, it was just because the story they were telling wasn't terribly captivating. It wasn't because talking the about Liv, Liv Ronda. Yeah, it wasn't like the performances yeah. the ring were bad. They weren't. Just you know, the story. It, the story didn't aim to establish Liv as champ. It, 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 the story was let's turn Ronda heel. It was, and also I. You have to wonder if. Look, there are going to be some things that will take time. I know I know that the sort of running joke up until now has been wait and see with WWE, which mm-hmm. became sadly a running joke yeah. because oftentimes it was not a wait and see thing. You have to, at this point with Liv Morgan, I'm willing to give some benefit of the doubt. You know, man, talking about the culture of the WWE, I think is, is actually a good place to start because this is such an important show because mm-hmm. of that. As as much of a fan as I was of CM Punk, what he said at the convention or Comic Con or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. that sort of made the rounds. I'm sorry, I, and I, I understand that he's had negative experiences with WWE. We all yeah. know that he was yeah. very vocal about that, yeah. obviously. Yeah, but it's a bit on the corny side in my eyes. What he said, how can the culture change? He doesn't think the culture is going to change. I'm sorry, man, but evidently he has not paid attention to a single one of the wrestlers coming out of NXT over the past five or six years that have talked about the culture of NXT being one that felt collaborative, that had they had the freedom, and we all saw it. That's what we liked about NXT mm-hmm. is that everybody seemed happy there. Everybody mm-hmm. had you know the freedom there um, uh, to, to pitch in their ideas. Everybody seemed to love working under Triple H for the mm-hmm. most part. I'm sure mm-hmm. there are probably some exceptions. Yeah, And we all know CM Punk hates Triple H, but... Come on, let's not be so disingenuous that you're ignoring wrestler evidence. after wrestler after wrestler yeah. Yeah. giving evidence that that's not the case. And now it's 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 the entirety of the company. Mm-hmm. And that infected, that <laughs> infected, that was infused into SummerSlam, which came off as, yes, it wasn't all perfect. It's not all tens. No. But... Um, there did seem to be an energy about it. Even, and this is kind of interesting, these little pot shots that we're noticing with Corey Graves talking about Michael Cole being able to express his opinion now and Michael Cole validating that on air. Yeah. Um, Dude, I don't know if this is a situation where Triple H is like, look, these, these men and women need to know 
that I have their back mm -hmm. in a way that Vince never did. Mm -hmm. And to demonstrate that, I'm going to let them get these pot shots in. I'm going to encourage yeah, these little be. pot shots, and I'm fine with that. I don't yeah. think it's petty at all. I think it's, hey, we're in a new era, and the people need to know that these uh, 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 you know preconceived notions that we've had about Vince McMahon, or these things we've heard about him, are gone. Yeah. It's not in the DNA anymore, yeah. Um, and that's something I'm happy about. And I think that SummerSlam reflected that to a large degree. And I'm, I'm, I, dude, I caught myself saying this. This is corny, but I caught myself saying this during the broadcast. I said, I can't wait to see Raw tomorrow. I know you never say that. We never say that. Nobody says We're that. We're the show named after Nobody Raw. Nobody says covering that. Raw. But like Bailey, yeah, exactly. Bailey. Uh, Io Shirai and Dakota Kai come out. Yeah, I want to know what's going to happen exactly. on Raw tomorrow. Exactly. I do. You see it, you Absolutely. See Bianca's response to the three of them coming to the ring. And we saw Becky, her 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 rival for a year, step up into the ring to, to get her back, too, mm -hmm. in the face yeah. of this yeah. new faction. Um, So much of the show, and not just in the ring, commentary, we saw a lot of small changes. Um, it, it felt more spontaneous, which would make sense. We don't have a seventy-seven-year-old, uh, 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 your seventy-seven-year-old boss barking orders to you the entire show if you're on commentary. Uh, we heard referee names for the first time right. in a long time. We had heard that was a Vincism that that yeah, that w yeah wasn't allowed. Uh, I, we heard it like you mentioned earlier, the cameraman, cameraman Stu. Stu. We found out what the cameraman's name was. That uh, can't be a coincidence, right? No, it doesn't seem like it. No, it just feels like everybody's looser. They're encouraging spontaneity. Um, they're allowing people to be themselves, mm -hmm. yeah. and when you I, you know when you put people in a position to do their jobs, be themselves, mm -hmm. odds are you're going to get good work. Yeah, and if this yeah. if if they're fostering a creative environment back there, and and a collaborative creative environment, and mm -hmm. everybody is invested, mm -hmm. I mean you're going to see you're going to see WWE's fortunes turned on a creative level. And, and he's, he's sorry, because this one point again. And you you watch Triple H's comments to the press after the the uh, tryouts, and that's what he says: "We're going to turn this thing around." Mm -hmm, yeah. And you see the show tonight again; it's not perfect, but you see the show tonight. You see, uh, again, none none of the outcomes were surprises. Mm -hmm, yeah, but the journey to get to those outcomes, by and large, were really enjoyable. Yeah, um, and if they can keep the matches interesting, it's it's sort of like an AEW where. They tell the story. You kind of see where it's going. You're there for the journey, not the destination. You know, yeah. and and yeah. some stories with twists and turns are nice, but so long as you get interesting stories that get you emotionally involved in the matches that lead to good matches, as a wrestling fan, I can't really ask for 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 much else. You know, and and here's the thing also is that as we learn in NXT, Triple H loves twists and turns. Mm -hmm. He's all about telling stories that lead from A to B to C, not from A to A to A to A to A to Z. Mm-hmm. Which is actually a fairly accurate representation of Vince's booking mm -hmm, philosophy. Mm -hmm. um, and he, forget, uh, and he apparently forgot he did A five times before he did A again. Exa exactly right, yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, like you said, I, I would much rather, I understand the symmetry of Bianca versus Becky being 25 seconds, but I would much rather see what they can do in a mm -hmm. stadium show, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, in front of, Forty-eight thousand people, apparently. Yeah, and also if he, if 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 Bianca had beat Becky in twenty-five seconds, like that would have left Becky sour, as opposed to okay, we just had a twenty-minute match. You bested me. After all this time, I hats off to you. You know. Yeah. And you yeah. wouldn't have had that moment afterwards where they ha they shake hands, they hug. Yeah. Right. And it seems like they're really sharing some 
heartfelt, genuine words to each other. And that you have moment where she, I know, yeah. And you have that, and after, and, and Bailey and Dakota and Io get to come to the ring, and Becky uh, has Bianca's back. That's just good stuff. Io, I can't do. I, I honestly, I can't, <laughs> can't wait to see where this goes. And it's been decades, mm-hmm. decades since I've felt that way. And I don't know. Maybe, maybe it'll be a huge ball drop. I don't know. But like you said earlier, you know, there's a great. I, I, I know I retweeted it because I was. It's, it's just such a breath of fresh air. But listening to Triple H talk about besides you know sleep, yeah. but uh, you know hey I got big shoes to fill, but I'm anxious to to get started on this story, and he's sharp, and he's forthcoming, and he's doing these media calls, mm-hmm. and it's everything you want out of a guy who look this is our job, but we're also big wrestling fans, and this mm-hmm. is the biggest wrestling promotion in the world. It's the one that we watch the most mm-hmm. every single week. Yeah, I want it to be good, and I want the guy running it to have a sharp mind. To be transparent, to be open, yeah, and and that's what Triple H has demonstrated this entire time. So I'm, man, and again, like I said, maybe it'll be a colossal ball drop and it'll suck, but um, I'm going to totally give it the benefit of the doubt and 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 give it the opportunity because when NXT was good, God damn it, it was good. It was good. It was really it was. good. It was, it was really know. good. It really was. It really was. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Um, let's talk the main event real quick because it was a mess of a match. It was absolutely bonkers. It was bonkers. Uh, is a good, yeah. Uh, they didn't necessarily take the, the match all over the stadium, but what they did in the ringside area, some of that was stuff that you just hadn't seen before. I'd never seen a tractor uh, almost flip over the ring, sending Roman sure. spilling to yeah. the floor, you know? Um, yeah. Theory. See, he, he had the right idea, especially once the tractor lifted up the ring. He's like, okay, obviously I can't cash in after the match because if I do it after the match, I have to do it in the ring. Mm-hmm, yeah. Well, the ring's you know like a 45-degree angle. That ain't going to work. So he mm-hmm. comes down, tries to cash in, blasts Roman with the briefcase, and rather than blast Brock with it too, he tries to hand it to the, the referee then. Brock F5s on top of the briefcase. Uh, theory's taking a nap the rest of the match. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, congratulations for winning predictions again this month. It all hinged on that Mysterio's judgment day one. I should have stuck to my guns, picked Mysterio's like I did our predictions video. I overthought You know, it. man, uh, you collapsed under pressure. Uh, not shocking, not the first time it's happened. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. You know what, right now we're uh, three to four yeah. in predictions, but right now Enforcer has a, a pretty substantial lead, and this dude knows how to... Uh, in, in in basketball, there's the uh, the the lookaway pass. Yeah, and uh, an enforcer is the lookaway productions expert when it comes to New Japan. Mm-hmm. He just it's 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 like you know he just he channels something. I know you know he channels uh, Antonio Inoki, 
and uh, and he just puts him out, puts him out in the world, and right now he's up on both of us uh, substantially. Exactly. Still a lot of G one left. G one, of course, is what we're doing our our, our full uh, predictions yeah, for, yeah. but uh, for August. So this is probably going to be, you know, I, I'm not I'm not confident that I'm going to carry this uh, after you know this month after August. Yeah. But maybe I can when we go things go back to normal, I can get it back. Uh, but yeah, no, it's good. To, it's good. To, it's good to, 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 to get it back. Here's the thing. If, if I was, if I, if I, if I felt like my standing in the G one was better, I might've mm-hmm. picked different and cashed in my money, in the bank briefcase to win this time, but I don't feel good mm-hmm, yeah. about August. And do I just want to have the belt for one month and, and then send it to the enforcer? No, I'm going to save that briefcase and use it where it's most beneficial. I want to close out the year's champion money in the bank right there. Yes. So, anyways, uh, back to money in the bank. Theory yeah. didn't do it right. He didn't. He didn't cash in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At all. Um, yeah. There was that. Uh, I thought one of the better matches of the night, and there are a lot of good matches. The Miz versus Logan Paul. Man, it was a lot of fun. And look, this this is not gonna make me uh, a fan of seeing the Miz on my TV. Uh, it's not gonna make me. It's still not gonna make me want to see Logan Paul just because he's honestly he's a, he's a part timer. I'm not sure if he's going to be around now. If he's around for four months at a time and they come come up with some compelling stories for him, I could be turned around regardless of what he's done you know, outside of WWE. Um, but you got to give credit where credit's due. The dude has put in the work. He nailed a, a, a splash, a five-star a, a frog splash onto the, onto the announce table on Miz. Yeah. Just hit it perfectly that was crazy i did not expect that nope. to be the the entertainer match you know because there's also the mcafee thing which was also pretty good but i thought they they did a pretty good job with that match. yeah and it was crisp you know mm-hmm. like was, the yeah. the mcafee match was was fun um it wasn't as crisp as the logan paul miz one right that, that match yeah. was yeah. crisp and you know what? Honestly, it kind of goes back to if you're going to do a celebrity thing, Miz is your guy. Miz can carry somebody else. He, time and time again, he's done this. Mm-hmm. He can carry somebody who's got less experience. And as long as they've put in the work, which Logan Paul clearly has, the oh, yeah. dude looks like a WWE yeah, superstar. He does. He does. He really um, does. Yeah, it, it was pretty impressive. Anyways, let's go ahead and. Well, uh, before we get to the, our, our oh, recap, yeah. let's talk about this real quick because the okay. we, we talked about a lot of the high points, and there's a lot. And we mentioned the low point, Ronda versus Liv. And I don't want to give them. Uh, the short end of the deal based on their performances because I don't, that wasn't the issue. Like, they had a story they were supposed to tell in the ring and they did that to the best of their ability. I just didn't think it was a story that benefits, benefited Liv all that much, who is your new champion, had the title for a month. And yeah, maybe the, the, the idea is that, well, we want to turn Ron to heel so that it even ups the odds on Liv even more. I just felt like to really hammer that home, they needed to give Liv a little more glimmer of hope in this match because there was a really small window where she did much of anything on the offensive end. Otherwise, yeah. Ronda dominated the entire bout, and it was you know, uh, the referee not paying attention that led to Liv get, getting the win. Um, and it just... I, I, I understand the end goal and the, what it was, and they achieved it. But in the process, I, I just didn't think it made Liv look like a terribly, right now, compelling champ. So here's here's my take on that. I, I agree with everything you're saying. The thing is, though, when you walk into a situation, you're Triple H, you walk into a situation, Liv Morgan, I'm sorry, has never been booked very strongly Mm-mm. at all. 
There is nothing that would suggest to me, and I know, look, I get it's wrestling and you write this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And you say, oh, go out there and Ronda, number one, I don't know if Ronda can go out there and be tasked with making somebody look stronger than her in the ring, you know? Liv Morgan has never been booked strong. She seemed to be the kind of person that Vince recognized, oh, people seem to like her a bit. We're going to go ahead and put this briefcase Mm -hmm. on her, even though she ain't really booked all that strong. Mm -hmm. I never really got the idea that Liv Morgan could could compete with like a Charlotte or a Becky or a Bianca or a Ronda, and yet she's the champion. Mm -hmm. And so I'm thinking that understanding this, Triple H put Liv Morgan in this position to make Ronda look dominant. Liv squeaks out this victory where she tapped out quick. And well, she didn't tap gonna, out quick. It, it took three arm bars from Ronda. To yeah, get yeah, that's to okay. Out. That that that's a good point. That's a good point. But she still, honestly, she didn't win the match. You know what I mean? Like she didn't really win the match. She tapped out. Yeah, yeah. And and that's in keeping with who Liv Morgan is. Mm-hmm. But can you start her along the path of a story? Because exactly. I do think that they probably yeah. see her as a future big name, big yeah. face. On par with Bianca, who's that right now. You start this story where you get her to that point. Because they never told that story with Liv Morgan. Like, so randomly, she'll put in a good performance in the ring and she'll get a win. Because she's she's very creative in the ring these days. I think she's a, she's a really good... She's developed yeah. into a really good wrestler. Yeah. But I wonder if this is one of those things where it's like, okay, nobody's going to believe that she can take down Ronda clean. So let's tell that story of her getting there. Um, and that's 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 what I think about this. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm not assuming this is going to be a situation where this is the match. This happens, and 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 the rematch is going to be more of the same. I assume there's a story being told here, and I think the first beat of that story they want to tell is turning Ronda heel, mm-hmm, because yeah. turning Ronda heel it, it, it just increases the odds against Liv even more, because yeah. now Ronda's mean, yeah. and 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 I understand all that. I just there's like the short bit. So between Liv uh, getting out of a couple arm bars and then like hitting a crucifix bomb, that was kind of all she really got in. Um, mm-hmm. Like if she had had a more sustained bit of offense through the middle portion of the match, mm-hmm. I'd have been like, oh, okay. Here, she's kicking it into a next gear. Maybe she has a chance. Because even though she mm-hmm. hit that crucifix bomb, there's like once it was established that Ronda was dominating this match, it was like, okay, well. Dude, she just, she was schooling her left and right. Exactly. And- Liv has to be written to get to that point where she can counter that kind of stuff if she's going to be taken seriously as a champion. Otherwise, everybody's just going to be waiting for Charlotte to show up and take the title mm-hmm. offer, which mm-hmm. we're in a different era now, so I don't even know if that would be the case. Um, but, uh, but yeah, there was also some kind of interesting, just sort of as an aside here, and I'm not sure if you wrote it in your notes, so I just want to sort of bring it up here. Mm. But we did notice um, during the commercial breaks for Peacock, there were several video packages mm. that ran. First one, I believe, was for Brock. There was one for Roman. But then the one after that was for Kevin Owens. It was a very extensive video package. Charlotte got one, too, and I don't know if they did any more after that. But I look at that, and I'm wondering, uh, specifically with Kevin Owens, is this guy in line for a pretty big push? We know Triple H loves Kevin Owens. Yep. We know that. He basically handed him the universal title. Well, he Maybe we'll did, find yeah. out. Maybe we'll, he literally did. Maybe yeah. one day we'll find out what he said to him in that uh, I know. Uh, hallway I know. that one time. Um, so, yeah, that, that's kind of interesting to keep an eye out. And, again, it's, it's very um, – uh, it's, it's, uh, it's heartening to see because I'm, we're both big Kevin Owens oh, fans. And I don't Kevin think Owens he's too. even – 
I don't think he's come close to reaching a ceiling in WWE. No, no, not yet, not yet. All right, let's get into it. Show opened up with uh, Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. Uh, fantastic bout. Match of the night. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Um, Becky early on is working Bianca's arm. Um, and then at one point, Bianca hits Becky with a glam slam. And I hope Becky's fine. She took a, a, a bit of a rough landing on that, landed on her shoulder, it looked like. She, she was, was selling it the rest of the time. She was selling too. it. Hopefully it was just selling. Yeah. Um, yeah. So about half, early, yeah. Yeah, so about halfway through the match, uh, uh, they're on the floor. Uh, Bianca hits a KOD. She tries to pick up Becky to get her back in the ring, but you know she's worried about the 10 count, so she just says, all right, I'm just going to go in the ring. Becky just barely beats the 10 count. Uh, we saw Becky do some new stuff here. She did that like flipping stunner thing off the second rope. That was awesome. Yeah, that was cool, yeah. Um, she hits a manhandle slam. Bianca kicks out of that, so Becky's looking for a super manhandle slam. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bianca reverses that into a Spanish fly, then hits the KOD to get the win. It was an awesome finish. It was a spectacular finish. It was really great. So after that, Becky comes up to her, offers her her hand. Well, we know what happened mm-hmm. last time, uh, but this time Bianca takes it because it's clear that Becky has come to the realization. It's written all over her face. She's come to the realization. Bianca just has my number. She yep. is the better wrestler. Yep. Um, and uh, and so Bianca takes it. They hug, and you see the look. You get a glimpse of Bianca's face, and it's emotion. Mm-hmm. It ain't acting. It's emotion. So they hug. Bailey's music hits. So uh, uh, Becky leaves. Bailey's music hits. She saunters down the ramp, and it's pretty obvious halfway during her uh, walk on the ramp that she's still a bad guy. She's like yeah. running people down in the crowd, giving people you know, thumbs giving down. thumbs yeah. down to people. Yeah. So uh, she comes down. She's followed. Then Dakota Kai's music hits, and then Io Shirai, who now has been dubbed Io Sky, uh, comes out after her. 
So Bianca's sitting there looking like, oh, God. Oh, I've with got, every person, oh, she's getting more and more nervous, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's, like, scratching her head, like, what do I do here? How should I react? Should I get out of here? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Bailey yells at Bianca. She's like, uh, she says, what do you think? I'm an idiot? You think I'd show up here alone? And then they're all three standing off with Bianca. Becky gets back in the ring and has Bianca's back. Yeah. Oh, pretty man. Great. It was awesome. Uh, and then uh, and then Bailey, EO, and Dakota, they all back off and leave the ring. Yeah, it was great stuff. Yeah. Great. Uh, then we got The Miz versus Logan Paul. I mean, we can go through, list off all the crazy athletic things Logan Paul did in this match. For a second match, he's remarkably, I won't say polished, because... Ah, polished? Polished. But this match was pretty crisp. There, I mean, there was a couple little clunky spots, but nothing really worth mentioning. Um, but yeah, like the, uh, Logan hits a standing moonsault at one point he put on a figure four, uh, pretty, uh, uh, effortlessly. Yeah. Yeah. On the Miz who, on the Miz who, yeah, yeah, Yeah. not so much. much. Uh, Miz got some, he hit this great looking draping code breaker. Uh, at one point Logan hits a blockbuster off the second rope. It's a lot of really good stuff. So uh, at one point Logan hits Miz with a back elbow. So the Miz, or the, sorry, the ref goes over to check on the Miz, and then Ciampa uh, gets on the apron to try to hit Logan. Well, the ref spots it. He tosses Ciampa from ringside, and damn it, Ciampa's the best. He just says, he is. no. Yeah. He just goes and grabs a chair, sits down, and says, I ain't going anywhere. I love this. Ver- I, I, I really like this version of Ciampa, and it seems like he's getting split off because he's not leaving AJ Styles comes flying in, attacks him. They go over the barricade and just brawl their way. We don't see him again. Up into the through crowd. The crowd. Yeah. So we're getting ourselves an AJ Styles, Tommaso Ciampa. That should be really uh, good. Program, which should be really good. And I, I honestly do hope that this is the last time Ciampa is seen with Miz. Um, yeah, I, I, th- this, the matches there are going to be God Oh, yeah. Give them 20 minutes. And they're, they're gonna be God damn it. Phenomenal. phenomenal. Um, uh, then, then Logan Paul hits a phenomenal form of his own. Miz kicks out of that, rolls the floor us when Logan clears off the announce table, hits that frog splash off the top rope to the announce table. Uh, he puts Miz in the ring, covers. Maurice distracts the ref. Mm-hmm. So Logan goes over and is like, hey, stop distracting the ref. Miz, who came to the ring and like, he was making fun of Logan's framed uh, uh, Pokemon yeah. card. And I don't know what the yeah. card the Miz had. But he gets that, and he takes a swing at Logan with it. Logan ducks, and Maurice is right behind Logan. So Miz almost hits Maurice with it. He stops. Logan hits Miz with a skull-crushing finale to get the W. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that was good stuff. I love they replayed that picture-perfect frog splash. Picture-perfect. Several Mm -hmm. times, several angles, and every time it got more impressive. It really did. Uh, This was pretty funny stuff. Maximum Male Models did a photo shoot. Uh, Marseille is parched. Mansoor, uh, Mansois, sorry, is thirsty. And Maxine says, they need water. And then somebody hands them some pure life water. And, uh, and it's just them, like, just water everywhere. So there, some, I mean, some of it is them drinking it, but most of it is just them splashing it all over themselves. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a beach ball that entered the frame at one, at one point. And uh, Max uh, Dupree says that pure life water is our official water. Max Mill models. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After that, U.S. title bout Theory taking on Bobby Lashley. Uh, before the bell starts, uh, Theory just blasts. Did I say before the bell starts? Before the bell rings. 
Theory yeah. blasts Lashley with the briefcase a few times while Lashley's posing in the corner, kind of at the the, the end of his entrance there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the ref's like, "Are you all right? You good to go?" And Lashley says, "Yes." The bell rings. Uh, the finish of this was a lot of fun. So uh, Theory runs it to a flatliner, and then they're trading some strikes. Theory hits a back elbow. Lashley responds with a power slam. He's looking for a spear. Theory leapfrogs it. He's looking for a rolling uh, drop kick. Theory, or sorry, uh, Lashley catches him and press, presses him up like he's going to press slam him. Yeah. Theory escapes that, but Lashley locks on the hurt lock right there, uh, yeah. and Theory taps pretty quickly. Another loss for theory. So, uh, you know, my theory being uh, that it's just going to be uh, dude needs to figure it out because at no point did he ever come off as a threat in any way, shape, or form no, no. Uh, to anybody tonight. Nope. And uh, and again, I, I firmly believe, I think Triple H sees a lot in theory. Um, and I think that we are going to get a story with theory. He's got... What a little bit less than a year, depending on when they do Money in the Bank uh, next year, mm-hmm. to to tell that story and for him to cash in. Um, and I think that if they really put their effort into it, they can make Theory into a guy who can successfully cash mm-hmm. in, probably on Cody after he wins it from Roman Reigns. Entirely false. I have no idea what they're gonna do, um, but uh, but it, it's gonna be interesting to see. And I'm I'm really interested to see what they do with Theory going forward. I think. We might get some clues for that tomorrow night. Yeah, I think so, too. I'm sorry. Uh, I keep on saying tomorrow. It's Saturday. It's Monday. Yeah, it is Saturday. Wow. Uh, then we got Judgment Day versus Mysterios. No Dom heel turn here. Nope. But we did see Red Edge. We saw uh, Red Edge. Re-Edge. Reg. You know, whatever you want to call him. I, I call him Red Edge. I think that's good. We had Blue Edge. Now we have Red Edge. Yeah. We had Blue Edge. We had Purple Edge. And then we had uh, Red Edge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, making so his way anyways, around the color wheel. He is, yeah. So <laughs> next would be orange. orange yeah, edge. orange, orange edge. Yeah, orange, orange. Yeah, that. That's and then it would be yellow. Yeah, and then it would be volt. If he makes a stop between yellow and green, I think. Yeah, right? and then green, then back to blue. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, uh, this was a bit of a plodding match. Now, number one, the the positives are. Triple H, I think Triple H really likes this guy. Well, number one, he loves Finn Balor. With I think he likes Damian Priest. He loves Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna do some cool stuff with them by evidence of their intro. Yeah. Like they had a big uh, metal looking. They're just super metal. Yeah, and that's Triple H's thing. That's oh, a yeah. metal oh, yeah. Reaper guy. Yeah, sort of as their render. Know, the yeah, C, as their CG thing. Um, and they come out. They take the slow route. Get into the ring. Mysterios were branded with, I think, Slim Jim or McDonald's or something. Yeah. Um, and uh, but yeah, after after a couple really fast paced stellar matches, this one slowed things down a little bit. Well, the issue with this too is that it was a no DQ match, and that really didn't come into play like till I don't know two thirds of the way in mm-hmm, when yeah. Finn brings a chair in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end, Priest hits Ray with a choke slam. Looks like Judgment Day has the advantage. Lights go down. And there is some stairs on the ramp. Um, they light on fire. There's fire everywhere. And then Red Edge pops out from the staircase thing. And so he walks down. Uh, uh, Priest meets him on the ramp. He boots Priest. He gets the ring, spears Finn. Priest gets back in the ring. Edge spears him too and then hits a drop toe hold on Finn. So the Mysterios can hit double 619 on Finn. And then Ray falls with the springboard splash to get the win. So a correction here. I've been corrected. Victoria Beer 
is what actually sponsored Ray. He oh, had logos on it. Oh, okay. So thank you very much for that chat. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, you're right. The DQ stuff didn't really come into play. All right, I, I was even I was underwhelmed by Red Edge because the promos were really cool, and I thought it was going to be something I don't know, not as corny as that. Like, I don't know. On one hand, yeah. I was like, oh, it's cool. It's kind of like Wolfpack Edge, but at the same time, like he didn't look as like his his his, his attire was like kind of a step down. I think. You know, because oh, no. so much of those those video packages were highlighting the feuds of his career, you know? And he yeah, thought, okay, yeah, this yeah. is... Reflective Edge. No country for old man Edge. Yeah, something like that. Or, or, or I don't know, it just seems like that was... Historian. A, yeah, or archivist, you know? Archivist. Um, <laughs> that they, would, they were going to use that as inspiration for something. I don't know what it'd be. Yeah. But something in this next iteration of of Edge, but it just seems like Edge just wanted to 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 wear some new stuff, and we got no sense of reflective Edge, yeah, during his re debut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder if, and also there is sort of the the thing where the the entrance for the stadium was goofy, like it was basically kind of like a dugout. They you know? always do the 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 at these a lot of times these stadium shows they have. And on these stadium shows now, I wonder if it's just because they want to sell as many tickets as possible. They have these little Trons. They don't have the huge yeah. Tron anymore, the huge right, stage yeah. or whatever, except for Mania. Mm-hmm. And so they have the the ramps that aren't a straight line down the ring. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I don't know, a, a, a 100 degree, nah, probably like 110, 120 degree angle where you walk and then you have to turn to get down to the ring. And it's just kind of yeah. clunky. It, it is. Um, and I, maybe on uh, Raw, it'll be better for Edge. But I didn't get a sense that he was, you know, a uh, uh, museum tour guide of Edge Edge. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But uh, but yeah, maybe we'll get a better sense of it tomorrow. It just sort of seemed like, you know, b- fully realized brood Edge, perhaps. I don't know. I was, they didn't even need to bring Gangrel, who still looks cool. the exact same yeah, he as does. he did back then. Uh, so anyways, uh, did we mention the finish here? Yeah, yeah I, got, I got the finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, after that, we had Happy Corbin versus Pat McAfee. This is awesome because Pat McAfee got a whole choir singing bum-ass Corbin. It was quite the entrance. He's got yeah. his own theme now, which is kind of cool. He was he did Seven Nation Army before. Uh, and his Tron is uh, is infinite Pat yeah, McAfee. Yeah, countless, countless Pat McAfee's. Just a sea of McAfee. Endless, endless a Pat Ma- McAfee. Pat McAfee. Anyways. Good. Uh, good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. That's a good we're pun. Awfully punny today, aren't we? Yeah, aren't we? Anyway, pa- I like the polished one. That was good. Oh, yeah. Got a, got a couple boos in chat for that one. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. You're good with that. Yeah. Anyways, not gonna, not gonna entertain everybody. Yeah. So, uh, Pat McAfee loves doing um, like top rope moves, mm-hmm. and they always seem uh, precarious at best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that sort of came into play in this match. Uh, but that you know, swanton. <laughs> the swanton. Yeah, he was like, whoa! It was like a uh, uh, Butch and uh, Joe Coffee during that one match. Thing. Yes, where they had to try to do the finish three times. Yeah, right. Um, and then he tried to do that superplex spot. And even that, uh, uh, he like tried to jump on the top rope and seemed like he was a little bit off there. And it was a little awkward getting to position for the superplex. They hit the superplex and all. Mm, yeah. Uh, his uh, days as a punter came into uh, effect here towards the finish. So Pat is able to get out of, uh, after he hits a swanton to the floor, he's able to escape an end of days. And he accidentally pushes Corbin into little Nate. As Little Nature's distracted from that, uh, Pat loads up his foot, 
kicks Baron in the nuts and then hits, again, kind of a clunky code red uh, off the so- second rope uh, to get the win there. You know what, man? I give I, I like to give effort points, though. Oh, totally. So I give Pat McAfee total effort points. It's not his full-time job. No. Uh, he wasn't maybe as smooth as Logan Paul, but he wasn't maybe as polished. But uh, I thought I thought this was a fairly entertaining match. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Pat McAfee gets the win here. Uh, so I, I like Pat McAfee feuds. I do, too. I do, too. You know, every, four times a year, maybe, we'll get this. Uh, Mr. Dope here says Pat was gassed. He gets a pass. I find that a, 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 a plausible explanation. Yeah, yeah, pass, Pat, yeah. Not plausible, plausible. Plausible, pl- plausible. Let's move on. After that, Drew McIntyre comes down in uh, some casual attire. He says, oh, I love Nashville. I love it so much that I moved here. Really? He moved. He lives in Nashville? Yeah, I think he lives in Nashville. Wow, that's awesome. I was trying to hear uh, what his promo was saying, but I thought that's what he said. I thought I, I read oh. that, that he, he lives in, in Nashville now. Cool. Uh, so he puts over his match with Sheamus, the Donnybrook. Uh, says it was worth it because uh, he, uh, he has his shot. His shot? Not opportunity. His shot at the Undisputed Universal title. He says, the main event tonight is going to be a battle, and I'm going to beat the winner's ass and take those titles. He didn't say belts. He said titles. Um, so, uh, yeah, he was, just, you know, he was just here to, hey, everybody, I'm Drew McIntyre. Hopefully you have a good show. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, then we got Street Profits versus Usos. Of course, Double J, ain't he great, was special guest referee. Uh, fun match. I kind of I think I, in terms of the actual match, I think they're the Money of the Bank match. Uh, was was better, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. even even though the finish was a little wonky. Um, this is still a really fun match. Uh, but man, that money the bank match that was twists and turns and mm-hmm. woo, fantastic. Yeah. This was solid. Yeah. Uh, this was no. This was re- this was really really good. We didn't this see really we didn't see Double J hit anybody with the stroke, nor do we see uh, anybody take a guitar shot. So yeah, you're disappointed by that. I still maintain that he wouldn't been able to find a guitar on. I'm telling you, this is Nashville. Nashville. Right. Yeah. I'm, no, there's there's if, if there's at least 10 silver guitars uh-huh. with slap nuts written on it in Nashville. Mark my words. It's Music City, I, man. Yeah, I'd be kind of I doubt I kind of doubt that the silver painting is maybe a slap. Nuts? Oh, guarantee Certainly you there's not. there's there's at least two dozen silver guitars in Nashville. Oh, two dozen now. <laughs> At least silver guitars, yes. But slap nuts, yeah, 10 might be a little bit, a little high, but yeah. Oh, if there are any friendos out in Nashville, I'd like to put this to the test. Maybe walk around the town, ask if anybody has slap nuts guitar. There you go. Uh, anyways, no, this is this is a fucking solid match. Man. It, was, and, it and was good. A lot of the story here is just fucking Montez leading to, he's going to turn on Dawkins, man. This dude is not happy with the shit that's going down. Double J was a bit of a slow count. Yeah, he was. <laughs> and Tez was not happy about this. That came into play. What was the because uh, they hit their they hit their finish? Uh, combo yeah, here. yeah. Dawkins hits a spine buster on Jay, and then Ford follows with the frog splash. But I mean, Ford was slow to make the cover. Mm-hmm. He you was. Know? He, you know, he was. Yeah, he did the, the splash, and he did the recovery from the splash. Yeah. yeah. And then got back on, and and but Double J, yeah, it was a whoop, whoop, huh? No, just two, just two. Yeah, and the Ford was not happy, not mm-hmm. happy, not happy. Well, I mean, look, here's the thing, though. This does play into our assertion that bad refereeing cannot be solved by even more inexperienced referees. Yeah, you're gonna get more ineptitude with referees that don't do that for a living. Yeah, 
Right, exactly. Especially when Double J has on his mind right now his big Mitch against Ric Flair and Andrade. I know. Tomorrow. Yep. At uh, at the StarCast, the Ric Flair's last match dot com. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, So then Ford's looking for a suicide dive on the Usos. Instead, he uh, uh, gets super kicks from both Jimmy and Jay. And then the Usos dump him over the barricade. They hit Dawkins with a bunch of super kicks, hit the one and done to get the win. Ford's just so close to get in the ring yeah. to make the save. And afterwards, as the Usos are walking up the ramp, the Street Profits are just sitting in the ring, and Ford is just, you can tell he's had it. Emotionally, he broke up tonight. Mm-hmm. Emotionally, he is done. He is completely and totally done. I'm excited to see that, man. I know. Because for, for too long, I, th- I feel like the Street Profits have been a bit one-dimensional. Um, they haven't been getting, given a lot to do. Not a lot of you know complexity there. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to this story, man. I think we're going to get some of that. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so because they're both really talented dudes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, after that, we had uh, Riddle came in through the crowd. He wasn't medically cleared to be there, and security started surrounding the ring. So he gets in there. He's got he grabs a mic from commentary, uh, and he's like, "I'm not cleared to compete," and he's got to stop this shit. But he said, but Randy once told me not to take crap from anybody. And he calls out Seth Rollins. Creamsicle Seth Rollins. Oh, man. Uh, Laughing Seth Rollins. Laughing Seth Rollins. Thank you. Walks down the ramp. Special guest star on the monkeys, Seth Rollins. There you go. Walks down the ramp. Hey, hey, Seth Rollins. He's going to sing a song penned by Neil Diamond. (laughs) There you go. Hey, (laughs) those are good songs. They are great Uh, So Seth walks down the ramp. The producers and refs try to stomp him, but the CrossFit Jesus just starts sprinting. And, of course, see Adam Pierce behind him. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this long-ass ramp they got. Uh, so Riddle sprints up the ramp. They brawl, spills into the ring. Seth stomps Riddle's dumbass. And then he's escorted backstage as trainers help Riddle up. If you're going to come out there and initiate some shit, Riddle, you better make sure you get on the, on, on the, the, the top end of that, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. especially when he had the high ground. He had the high ground. That was the point, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, then we got Ronda Rousey versus Liv Morgan. I know we were critical of it at the beginning. I don't make it seem like it's a bad match. I just didn't feel like the story benefited Liv a whole lot. In a vacuum, I think you're right. I think long-term, this might be the starting yeah, point of something. Entirely we'll possible. see it. And I you're absolutely that. right. Yeah. I understand yeah. that. Like, you could give us – I just felt like give us a little bit more of a glimpse mm-hmm. of what Liv can do. Just a little bit more. Like mm-hmm. 20% more. Anyways. 20%. Like, uh, Rhonda has a really fast start. She's looking for Piper's Pit. Liv escapes that, hits a code breaker, looks for her finisher. Rhonda blocks that. Just chucks Liv to the, the mat. She's looking for the arm bar. Liv escapes that. Rhonda's looking for it again. Liv uh, reverses that to a rings of Saturn. Uh, Rhonda pa- uh, powers up, and Liv just hits a, cruci- or Liv hits a crucifix bomb, gets a two count there. And then Rhonda locks on an arm bar. Liv makes her way to the bottom rope. Ronda puts it on again. Liv makes her way to the bottom rope yet again. So the trainers, they, they're checking on Liv. Um, Liv's like, no, nope, good to go. So mm-hmm. then Ronda puts on the arm bar, and she has it, and she, she's on her back, and Liv stands up kind of. Mm-hmm. And so when she stands up, Ronda's shoulders are, are on the mat. So the rest mm-hmm. counting the pin, and as he's counting the pin, Liv taps. Mm-hmm, yeah. But the ref doesn't see it because he's counting the pinfall. Um, so Liv wins and Rhonda's mad and so she she throws she does like a judo throw to Liv arm bar again 
She flings the ref to the mat, arm bar for him, and then Jamie Noble and Davari come to the ring, and then she's like, all right, I'm done. But we get heel Ronda yeah. now, so. Yeah, yeah. But no, I am. I'm, the more we talk about it, the more we think about it, the more I am sort of just interested. Okay, how can they live? Live's going to be very interesting. How can they build her to that point? How can they get her to be the person who doesn't get thrown all over the ring? Because, man, she's like basically starting from scratch here. Like, she was getting tossed everywhere. Like, here's the thing like, if she's getting, like, if Ronda's dominating the first half of the match, and instead of Ronda blocking the finish if she gets it but Liv is just too beat up to make the cover they, yeah, right. there's your glimpse oh Liv had a chance there mm-hmm, yeah. she was just too beat up and she's slow yeah. to make the cover she finally gets there Ronda kicks out because she's slow to make the cover yeah. then 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 I think that would for me that would have been better maybe they want her to anybody kicking out of her finish I don't know um yeah but I just felt you know, like we need a little bit more a little bit more of a glimpse of oh maybe Liv has a chance here what I hope they do is look at Bianca Belair Mm-hmm. Because over the past however many years she's been in NXT and she came up, my God, talk about telling even under Vince, under Vince, and I don't, I never know if this is the wrestlers doing that because like when she's been in programs with like Sasha, they will reference earlier stuff in Bianca's career mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where she will learn wrestle like how to counter certain things yeah. that she. Uh, that got the best of her earlier in her career. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can go back and look at all these things, going back yep. for, to NXT when she yep. loses her cool in a match against, I forget who, and then uh, she it keeps Shana. it together. With Shayna, yeah, thank you. And then she keeps together in the same situation against, I think, Sasha at WrestleMania. Yeah. Yep. And Becky, the same thing. SummerSlam would happen last year versus mm-hmm. the, 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 the entire subsequent year. Um, and there's more examples of that with Bianca. And I hope they do something like that with Liv where they think so. long-term, okay, you got tossed around like a rag doll. You, you had no answer for Ronda. So let's get her in a program with, like, Shayna or somebody like that. Um, not Shayna because I want Shayna to be a dominant, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, but somebody yeah. else, like uh, Sony Deville, who also has an MMA background, Yeah, where she learns how to counter that stuff. And we can see it if we're paying attention to the matches. And also with uh, Ronda attacking the ref, they're probably gonna. She's probably gonna be suspended indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we probably will um, see her on TV for a little bit. Yeah. Well, ex- yeah. Exactly. Uh, now there's two things that uh, I didn't notice in your notes, but people are gonna ask us why we didn't mention it. Number one, Mayor Glenn Jacobs getting booed. Oh, I actually didn't see that. I went to. I went. I went and got my water refilled, so I'd missed it. So I can't say anything about it. So uh, Mayor Glenn Jacobs comes out. And he uh, uh, he tells us what the attendance was, what the made-up attendance figure was. Um, and then there was uh, Kid Rock was shown, and uh, he just started sucking face with with his girl, I guess. And it's just it's just off-putting because he's off-putting. So yeah, that's that's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say about that next match. All right, main event time, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. So, of course, Roman uh, tells the crowd to acknowledge him, and then Brock drives a tractor to the ring. And this tractor uh, played a huge part in this particular bout Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. because Brock drives it to the ring. He lifts the lift up, climbs up inside of it, and as the match begins, he hits a jumping Luthez press on the reins. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that was was fucking nuts, man. That was. They beat the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. There were some spots here. Holy shit. Like when the, there's that table spot where there's like a half piece of table that Brock threw Roman into and Roman just grabs his elbow and just rolls over. 
Yeah. Some of that was selling, I'm sure. Some of that, it probably really hurt. Man, the, Brock especially. I mean, it was it was fairly one-sided. <laughs> like For the Brock first half especially, yeah. Beating the shit out of Roman. Like, he did a couple overheads that looked like Roman damn near landed yeah. on his head. He did that to Jay later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, later on, Brock puts Roman in the, the lift of the tractor, dumps him into the ring. Um, let's see here. So Brock hit a bunch of suplexes and F5. Roman barely beats the t- 10 count. Um, so then Brock gets back in the tractor and he, he, he lowers the lift and starts kind of driving towards the ring. And at first he's just pushing the ring mm-hmm. and then he finally gets under it and lifts it up and Roman's in the ring at the yeah. time. So he tumbles to the floor. Yeah. And so, uh, Roman beat, uh, beats that 10 count. So Brock goes over, clears off the announce table. And then the Usos come to ringside to attack Brock. He takes them out with suplexes. Heyman goes over to Brock and puts the belts on him and says, you can have the belts. Just leave Roman alone. Just leave him alone. You win. Brock wins. Just leave him alone. Uh, yeah, he gets an F5. Heyman does through the announce table. Uh, Roman hits Brock with a spear, and they're both laid out. Uh, they both beat the 10 count, and then Roman collapses. So that's when Theory runs down to ringside, and he hits Roman with the briefcase. Rather than hitting Brock with the briefcase, too, he turns to the ref, tries to cash in. Brock F5s him on the briefcase. Uh, Brock gets up. He eats a pair of super kicks from the Usos. Brock gets up from that. Roman hits him with a spear. Uh, Brock lands on the belt. Uh, Brock gets up from that. Roman picks up the Money in the Bank briefcase, just beats Brock with it. Mm-hmm. Brock gets up from that. Roman hits him with a title. I believe the first one was the, the WWE title. WWE title. Yeah. Brock gets up from that. And then uh, he blasts him with the Universal title. And he says, go away, you don't belong here anymore. And then him and the Usos just cover him with a bunch of stuff, pieces of announced table, office chair, ring steps, a monitor, just all now sorts in- of stuff. Yeah, an interesting change here, too, to the rules, seemingly, is usually the action has to settle before the ref starts mm-hmm. counting. At this point, maybe the ref just had discretion to start counting because he was like, this is just going to get worse before it gets better. So he was counting while they were chucking stuff on yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the last thing that they put on Roman, I'm sorry, on Brock, was Roman. Yeah, he, he stood on did. top of the pile of garb of, of Flotsam and Brock. Yeah. And uh, and 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 dominated him there. So, uh, so yeah, he wins. And uh, and it was it was pretty nuts. Apparently, some people on Twitter had said that uh, I didn't check Twitter or nothing to to verify this, but apparently Brock. Uh, stayed around a little while, but so I, I read that he s- sat in the ring, but I don't know how that's yeah. possible. Yeah, so I don't know what happened. Unless they lowered he lowered the tractor first. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Um. So, uh. Anyways, that's it. That's our SummerSlam 2022 yeah. review. Please let us know what you guys think in the comments below. If you're watching us on YouTube, if you're listening to us in the audio realm. Do us a huge favor. Leave us a rating, review, and a comment. Really goes a long way mm-hmm. towards helping Going In Raw remain the number one, according to Chartable, at, at, at the last hour anyways, because they change these things depending on oh, yeah, the fluctuations of numbers and stuff. Yeah. But uh, at a certain point today and yesterday, we were the number one fan-based podcast. You know, you got like Nash and Cornette. All the wrestlers and, uh, and people and connected Bischoff, with the industry, yeah. All the industry names. And we had finally notched two notches above uh, our friendos over at What Culture, and uh, and yeah, it's pretty cool to see our name up there. So uh, so yeah, leave us a rating, review, a comment. It really does help the show and uh, and get more exposure. 
And uh, thanks for watching. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Stone Cold Steve Austin impersonator Phil McDonald here to tell you to go support Going In Raw and Friendo Club at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. They got bonus episodes, ad-free audio, a weekly newsletter rounding up the weekend wrestling news, and a bunch more. Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Go support or get hit with a stunner. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.